0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Amen. Everybody having a good morning. God is good. Thank you for those that we had a prayer breakfast this morning at 7 a.m. If you weren't here, you missed out on some good food and good prayer. Amen. It was good. We're so thankful for that. Thankful for the opportunity to come and to to serve God in many different ways. Amen. So, here we go. Pastor Sandy's starting off real good.
1: I like that. I like that look, that deer in the headlights look like. <laughs> What's going on? It's all right. The kids are safely released. Yes,
0: thank and you for the for the signals out there yeah. that people give me when I forget things. Isn't it, thank good you, to have amen. Young,
1: isn't it good to have young people in the house? Amen. Yeah. That was weak. Isn't it good to have children in the house? Yes, they are yes, the future. Amen. They are our future. They're That's the best right. ground that there is. is they still haven't, uh, they still are not indoctrinated and ingrained in the lie. You could tell them the truth, and they'll believe it. We thank God uh, for it, and uh, we got we've got a lot of good plans for moving forward to have even more uh, and more kids uh, that. Uh, really deserve uh really deserve our highest and best you know the lord said you need to let them come to me make a way for them to come to uh him and that's what it's about is uh that you know uh and we we appreciate and and you know do all of the easter stuff and things like that but i'm i, I were, my heart prayer this week you know we were driving by a lot of places and Different things. We don't want to take anything away from all of the outdoor activities. But boy, my heart cry was simply, Lord, I just really would. I re- this generation, these ones that are coming up, need to know Your person. Mm-hmm. They need to experience Your presence. Yes, yes. They need to have Your power in their life, not yes, like before. Yes, yes. I mean, tangible, visible, and experience and encounter with God mm-hmm. and. If I'm fine for all of those things, platforming that, but if that's all that we have to offer them, if it's if it's enough to just go out and throw candy and eggs and all that stuff all over the thing and that's all we give them, all right, you know, then I think that we're going to have a missing generation because we're missing it. We're missing what's central. Now... Now, there's a balance between the spiritual and the natural. Understand me. We're not going to take away from the natural. But my goodness, what are we doing if we're withholding, you know, the the most important part, which is the spiritual? Amen. need to pray for our kids. Amen. So that there is power available yes. to them to meet Jesus and to encounter and to experience him. Amen
0: amen so we're uh, of course this is uh Easter month basically is what we are uh, calling it and we're going to talk about the cross today it's
1: the second in the it's series the last, in our last series. week was the right. choice the garden
0: so you can always go back on the podcast you can go back on the facebook page and you can listen to any of the messages if you weren't here if you want to go back and listen again they are available in uh, both of those areas amen so we're going to start off in luke 23 verses 32 through 43 and going to read out of the passion translation father we just thank yes, you father. we thank you today for your word We thank you, God, for your presence most of all, God. Oh, Lord, let them hear your heart. Let them hear your words. We thank you, God, that already we declare that that hearts are open to hear and to receive your word, that good seeds will be planted, Father, that that they'll hear today things that they've never heard and see things that they've never seen. By the presence of the Holy Ghost being Mm -hmm. in this place and on your word in the precious name of Jesus. Whether they're in house, whether they're watching live or they tune in at a later time, Father, that God, their hearts will be touched and the manifestation of your glory will be seen in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
1: Yes, Lord.
0: All right. So Luke 23, excuse me, verses 32 through 43 in the Passion Translation. Excuse me. The guards led away two criminals with Jesus to execute all three at the same time. When they came to the place that is known as the skull, the guards crucified Jesus, nailing him on the center cross between the two criminals. While they were nailing Jesus to the cross, he prayed over and over, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. The soldiers, after they crucified him, gambled over his clothing. A great crowd gathered to watch what was happening. The religious leaders sneered at Jesus and mocked him, saying, Look at this man. What kind of chosen Messiah is this? He pretended to save others, but he can't even save himself. The soldiers joined in the mockery, offering Jesus a drink of vinegar, Over Jesus' head on the cross was written an inscription in Greek, Latin, and Aramaic, This man is the king of all the Jews. And all the soldiers laughed and scoffed at him, saying, Hey, if you're the king of the Jews, why don't you save yourself? One of the criminals hanging on the cross next to Jesus kept ridiculing him, saying, What kind of Messiah are you? Save yourself and save us from this death. The criminal hanging on the other cross rebuked the man, saying, Don't you fear God? You're about to die. We deserve to be condemned. We're just being repaid for what we've done. But this man, he's done nothing wrong. Then he said, I beg of you, Jesus, show me grace and take me with you into your everlasting kingdom. Jesus responded, I promise you, this very day, you will enter paradise. With me, mm-hmm.
1: you know we um, um we live in a day and a time, especially modern Christianity, that seems like it's a cross less. We have the cross down here, and it's laying sideways for purposefully that it seems that some would lay aside the cross, and some would. Um, even say that it's fallen to the uh, side in modern uh, Christianity. And there's no such thing as real Christianity without the cross, because the cross is the centerpiece. It is, it is They crucified Jesus in the, uh, in the center. There's one man, one God-man, one man, one lonely man hanging on a cross on a hill, paying the price yes. for the redemption of all mankind. You know, Mark uh, uh, in Mark's gospel, the writer wrote, quoting uh, the, the Old Testament, says he was considered to be a criminal. And there's an old song that says, I will cling to the old rugged cross. I love that old cross. We're the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. It is the emblem of suffering and shame. Jesus suffered so that we would not have to pay the price. Yes. Yeah. The penalty of sin, the Bible says, the wages of sin is death. And Jesus willingly stepped into our place. He was our substitution. He took uh, the crucifixion, the condemnation that should have been ours as the thief uh, as the thief said
0: it was a great symbol of God's love and mercy for mm-hmm. us his love and mercy for us
1: mm-hmm. you know many are are, and I think the reason why the, the cross has moved from the center uh, of uh, a lot of uh, modern day Christianity is because it, it's, a, it's a really uh, it's a repulsive thing it is not a thing of beauty. It was. It was a place of torture, of torment. It was harsh and cruel, and mean. And you know, but it was the way that God chose uh, for His Son to be the sacrifice mm-hmm. for every man, every woman, every boy, every girl. It was the price that had to be paid yes. for. Our death and went uh, for our salvation, and when uh you know when the Lord paid that price, he was saying it 's for you mm-hmm. it 's for me it 's for every person when you look on the cross, we have to see uh, Jesus there, where it was the tipping point and the turning uh, point this the garden, the cross, and then next week, when we talk about the empty tune. It was the tipping of the balance scales of justice and his story and history. Everything changed at the cross. Yes. Yes. Everything was decided before the foundation of the world, but it was chosen to follow in the garden. It was a follow through at the cross and it was a breakthrough at the empty at the empty tomb it's interesting you know it says that there were two criminals uh and it says he was considered to be a criminal Mm -hmm. that was what was written about jesus is that he was considered to be a criminal he wasn't but he was considered to be the criminals crosses there were two criminals that were crucified with jesus and they really represent two types of people and two types of responses to Jesus. One on one side, and that was the first one that is mentioned here in the scripture. It says uh, this, that he, he mocked, he continually mocked Jesus. He, he represents the willfully proud that, sets our, that set ourselves our will against the will of God. And there's a resistance. Unrepentant. Unrepentant. Yeah. Unrepentant. You know, not willing to, uh, and that is the first step in uh, in God's salvation, is that Jesus came preaching the kingdom, and his first words were, repent, yes. change your mind, let God change your life. Let God do a turnaround. Mm-hmm. We're at a tipping point. The kingdom of God is at hand, yeah. see. But... Um, the other one, the other uh, one, was will willingly humble, and he was not resistant. He agreed and aligned with God, and that's the heart that gets rescued. He said, he said this to Jesus in the scripture. He said, "Give me grace." You know, grace. You know, mercy is what gives us grace. By grace we're saved. See, uh, but it's mercy. It's the symbol. It is the cross for those that are repentant. See it as a place of God's love and mercy being poured out. But when we when we sow a resistance to God, what happens? That's it's rooted in pride. So we get a resistance from God, of God to the pride. See, but humility. And I like his words there. He said, "We deserve this. We're getting what we deserve. You don't want what you deserve." I don't want what I deserve. I'm undeserving of all of this. But it sure is a good deal and I'm going to take it anyway. I'm going to take the grace and obtain the mercy. I'm going to claim the mercy. That was given. The reason why Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father right now, a a high priest that is a captain of our salvation, touched with the feelings of our infirmities, is so we can come boldly and obtain the mercy, take the grace, find the grace that God has given us, and that grace is to sit on that mercy seat and just say, Lord, I don't deserve this, but I'm tell you what, now you wanted me to have it, and so I'm gonna take it. I am not want to pay the penalty of my uh, of my own situation. Yes. Thank you. I choose heaven. I reject hell. I'm going to resist the devil, but first I to humble myself and surrender to God, and that's how I resist the devil. Yes, is in that order. And then the last one, the, there's three. Christ, the cross of Christ, the criminal's crosses, and. You'll find that there are two types of people, the proud and the humble. Those that reject and resist the Lord and those that simply repent and those that agree and and align uh, with the Lord and receive the Lord. Those are really the only two responses that there are. And then the last one would be our cross. And I want to read this out of because uh, not much is said about this. This is where the cross gets less and less. I know people will acknowledge the cross of Jesus. But I want to read this to you uh, the Passion uh, Bible. It's very, very powerful in this. He said Mark eight in Mark the eighth chapter, it says there I need to turn here. Thank God for I'm not Mark 8, scrolling.
0: Verses 34 through 38. Modern in technology the Passion. has
1: brought us all the way back to the scrolls. I mean, he opened up the scroll, scrolled down, and found where it was written. It says this what it means to be a follower of Jesus. Now, this is Jesus talking here. It says, Jesus summoned the crowd along with his disciples. You know, it's possible to be in the church crowd but not be a disciple. You know, I, I, I need the teacher to teach me. If I understand who God is, remember, Jesus is the teacher. And that makes me a disciple. The yes. purpose of the teacher is to teach and to train. Bring knowledge and understanding. The purpose of the student mm-hmm. is to hear and to learn. The lessons. So this is the teacher. It says he summoned the crowd. You know the Lord's calling the crowd. People go to church. But are you a disciple? Is he the teacher? Is he your teacher? Are you here to hear and to learn from the teacher? And he said he had them gather around and he said to them, if you truly want to follow me. Now he he brings it down to, he's talking to each individual. You know it's up to each individual when you and I come, even in a crowd. It's not up to uh, uh, everybody. It's not even up to the teacher. It's up to you to pull. Mm -hmm. It's up to you to be hungry enough, thirsty enough. To make a draw yes. on what's readily available. I'll tell you, I've been in all kind of uh, you know meetings and services and all that. And there have been times that I was just in the crowd. There have been other times when I was a disciple. When I needed to hear. And that, and that I had purpose in my heart by faith. I will hear. Yes. He will answer me. He, will, he has heard my cry, now I will hear his answer. I'm coming for answers for my life. I need God. Are you listening? I need God now more than ever. I believe the Holy Spirit isn't just for, you know, goosey bumps. I believe he hovers over me waiting for that word that is creative. I didn't come for the communi- The we use words to communicate. God uses words to create life, life and more life. Amen. Well, he said, "If you say you, oh, I know you talk about you when you look at your neighbor." No, no. He's saying it's first person. He's saying, "If you, as an individual, truly want to follow me." Yeah. If you as a disciple truly want to follow me as a master, why call you me Lord and don't do the things that... Anyhow. You should at once, at once, at once completely disown your own life. Boy, that's a tough one, isn't it? You know, but I found that when I got saved, remember when we got saved, boy, things went to changing, didn't they? We didn't do like we did before. Now, it was a process, but I mean, there was some stuff. I said, there was some stuff. There was some junk fell off. And when we started looking in the mirror we found there was some junk still stuck to us that we kept going to take a bath. We found there was some stains that took a little longer than just a casual look in the book. We had to go wanting to know how do you live this clean and holy? How do you live this life as a disciple? How do you know we we already counted the cost before we got saved church was where we were going on Sunday why were we going not because it was a religious ritual honey I had to hear from the God who heard my cry and who I needed to listen to and stay hearing are you listening in order to walk out and work out this salvation thing what did it mean to be saved one time little dad that'll do it forgive me for raising my voice I mean, almost 40 years into this thing, next February be 40 years, you know. Boy, the little dab don't do. The little dab don't do. Amen. And I've learned how to keep adding to the principle, start living out of the interests of the thing. That's called overflow. It's called ministry. But, you know, you got to, during times like this, when the prices get so high, we're talking about the price here. Prices get high. You will be careful you don't dabble on into, you know, your principle and start living out of what you used to know. Out of what you heard way back when. Out of, well, you know, the Lord understands now, see. I, you know, times are different and surely he's flexible enough to help us to change. There are some things that don't change. God, number one, don't change, and his ways don't change. Now, methods may change, but boy, you better pay attention to the message. You shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that is streaming out of the mouth of God. you got to be full of the Holy Ghost. Yes, my dear friend out there, that means speaking with other tongues. Don't turn the dial. I know that you. You know I know what they told you religiously. Have enough about you. The church I got saved in told me that was all that there was. See, yeah, you, you got all of God you're ever gonna get. When you, you know, when you get born again. And I started looking around at some of the folks that, you know, uh, you know used to be nice juicy raisins or grapes that you that were fresh flowing with the new wine. And, man, they were shriveled up, little old prunes. And, you know, they told me that it won't be long. You'll be just like us. You'll calm down. I thought, boy, I'll tell you. I'd, is this all that there is? And I found out in another look in the book, that weren't all there was. I mean, some folks from a Holy Ghost church came to visit. They didn't know why they're coming to visit. I know why. Because somebody hungry and thirsty, it's like God, if you're going to, like Peter, if you're going to, uh, uh, you know, you don't just wash my feet, give me a bath. I mean, I'm in. All the way We're getting way over, ain't we? It's all right, though. What does it mean to be a follower of Jesus? This is he's telling us. You should at once completely disown your own life. You must be willing to share my cross and experience it as your own as you continually surrender to my ways. There it is. He said you have to share this cross. He got the big end of the stick. He paid the price you could not pay, but now we are going to... Are you listening? We are going to have to pay the price of laying down our life or giving up our own life, disowning our own life and taking up the new life that God planned for us in a continual surrender to his ways. It's not a good excuse to say, well, Lord, you know, we just didn't know. Why didn't you know? Because you never heard. Why didn't you never hear? Wasn't interested. Wasn't interested to the degree that, that you could challenge me enough to change me. I wanted heaven. I wanted to miss hell, but that's it. I got my ticket safely tucked away. Well, I'm not interested in no cross. I'm not interested. Well, let me see what it is where it says, For if you let your life go for my sake and for the sake of the gospel. So it's not just doing it for Jesus, but it's doing it for the sake of the gospel. The good news is that there are other people that need to hear the good news. It's not just for you, and we don't just do it for Jesus and for ourselves. We're doing it. We're laying down our life. Greater love has yes. no man than yes. this. And he laid down his life for his friends. Amen. But if you, it says, you will continually experience true life. Everybody say true life. True life. Oh, a lot of Christians still living a life. Got resurrected from the dead but wrapped in the graves closed. Mm. But if you still, if you choose to keep your life for yourself, or well, this is the temptation that you will forfeit what you try to keep, what you compromise to keep, you will eventually lose. Yes. Isn't that true? Where the compromise comes in, there are some things that are that cannot be compromised. You cannot compromise hearing the words of life and live the abundant life. You can't, and. And the measurement is what we bring to it, not what the Lord brings to it. it, what, is what we bring to it. You know, My buckets got bigger. You know, My bucket got bigger when I learned that I had to love my wife differently than I had loved her before Jesus. I couldn't bring that same, thing, that same measure to a marriage that was going to last because before Jesus it was about done. So now I had to, I didn't just have to have enough in my bucket for me, I had to have enough for her. And then I found out, you know, them two little rascals that I, one kiss and all this, wound up with two of them. You know, we had to train them in the way that they should go, which meant we could say, you go to church. I tried that before I got saved. My daughter said, why do I have to go if you don't go? See, church cannot fix what's broken at home if, if home doesn't look like what happens at church. Mama, and I need to preach a while maybe right here. Isn't that right? Mama, they're not going to listen to you if they're looking at you and seeing something different than what you're saying. we got to live this thing. He said you've got to find the true life. Let, listen, let every man and every devil be found a liar, but let God be true. we got to be true to this. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. And, you know, there'll be times when picking up your cross, I remember, you know, we, we carried our kids to church every Sunday. It was an all-day affair. All day. Used to be back in the day that Sunday was God's day. Moving right along. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, why? Because we were training them in the way that they should go. What way was that? Go God's way. Yes. Go God's way. Honor God, respect God, fear the Lord, yes. respect the Lord. The Sabbath is a sign that you belong to Him and He belongs to you and you're separate from every other day. Yes. We, we do life differently where that's concerned. I remember when we you know went in the ministry you know and drug our tur- our kids with us, we drugged them, you know they could say, our parents drugged us. Yes, we did. Preached to them sitting on the couch for six months. Nobody would come. You couldn't beg anybody to come. Couldn't buy them a ticket. Couldn't offer them. You know, maybe if we said free candy, you would come. You know what I'm saying. You know. But anyway, what was it? You know, I, I'm, I have no regret. I have a lot of regrets and mistakes in parenting. I have no regrets that out of a pure heart that we showed them God is always first. He's first before us. He's first before our family. He's first before everything. God will always be first. Honor God. There is no way that when we stand in front of God that our children will be able to accuse us and say, You compromised that. No, we didn't. Did it cost us? Yeah, it cost. It cost us. It cost us. You know, they're saved. Amen. Amen. Raise them in the way they should go. They may get a little uh, away from it, but see, don't, don't, don't drop the ball if they run off. Mm-hmm. Hold on, you and your household shall be saved. Yes. Shall be. The devil says it ain't gonna happen. No, they shall be. This is a shall. This is yes. a God said shall mm-hmm. be saved shall be. Now if you got an argument with that you need to go talk to the one that made the promise who is the provider of the power to bring that to pass. You are not going to talk him out of it and mister you ain't going to talk me out of it. In Jesus name they shall be saved. I don't care what it looked like. The devil says I'm going to kill him, Then God will raise them from the dead. Just like Abraham and Isaac God will do what God said he's going to do as somebody holding on. I said holding on. You ought to sometimes just pick the cross and stand it up and say, Here we stand. We're standing there for what that cross bought and paid for. Amen. All right. But if you choose to keep your life for yourself, you will forfeit what you try to keep. For what use is it to gain all the wealth and power of the world with everything it could offer you at the cost of your own life? And what could be more valuable to you than your own soul? So among the unfaithful and sinful people living today, if you are ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will also be ashamed of you when he makes his appearance with his holy messengers in the glorious splendor of his father listen i'm not ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ it has cost me some of my life but i got back way more than i ever gave when i come on a sunday it gives me back way more than i ever give up time and energy so uh, when i pay attention when i pray when i follow god's way it will cost me something it will cost me some of my own thoughts, some of the pleasures of this world, some of this, that. But I'm going to tell you what, heaven is, a, a, and heaven on earth is much more of a reward than any requirement that God has of me. But, you know, gave up, my, gave up my friends that were trying to stab me in the back and all that kind of stuff, you know. I mean, I didn't give up anything. It was a good exchange. It was a worthwhile uh, you know, uh, exchange. I love this old cross. It's the centerpiece. That's where I came to Jesus. Was at that cross, realizing the Holy Ghost had worked to work and in, in my life, realizing this, you're you're giving up and an in to God and His will and His way for your life, because you come face to face to a large degree with how's that. Working out for you. How's the world's way. Working out for you. How is you trying to do this on your own. Working out for you. How is you trying to be your own protector. Your own provider. Your own everything. How is that working out for you. Well. You know. It was like sand through the fingers. Isn't it. Mm See. The second verse of that old song, the old rugged cross, it says, To that old cross I will ever be true. To that, very simple words, to that old cross I will ever be true. It's shame and reproach gladly bear. Then he'll call me some day to my home far away where his glory forever. I'll share. Pastor Ron's going to come. And we want to uh, close this out uh, today by giving you an opportunity to know this is what it costs. Mm -hmm. This is what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. There will be a follow through in your life. And if you're going to be something, don't you want to be successful at that? He challenges this thing to say, he's saying, success, are you going to let the world define that for you? That's what we just read. Mm -hmm. He said, Is the world going to define what success? He gained the whole world, all that it promises. See? You know, the one thief on the cross, he goes, What kind of a Messiah are you? Save us and yourself from this death. And he thought it was all just about the physical. It was all just about this life and nothing more. The one on the other hand said, I know that there's an eternal kingdom. I know that there's more. We are about to die. And the reality that what's going to happen to me after I die. Not just if I die, but after I die. I will die someday. Now, that's not scaring anybody. Wise people, even in this world, make pre-arrangements, you know. I ask is you should, you should, there are two important dates in your life, the day you were born and the day you die. And everybody keeps both of those dates. There are people that are listening to me right now that there's been accounting of the cost and that's the Holy Spirit working in your life. Oh, how we need the work of the Holy Spirit. How much we trust in the manipulations and the manufacturings of men. And we need you, Jesus. We need the work of your Holy Spirit in lives. For if you are lifted up and you are lifted up on the cross, your message from the cross, of the cross, what does it mean to be a follower, to share in the good things of your life? But also the word says that if we're willing to enter... And to share in his suffering that we will also rule and reign with him. Thank you for the promises, God. I want to ask you today, how's all that other stuff working out for you? Are you satisfied? Is it fulfilling? Is it filling up the void and the space in your heart and your life that only... Only, only was created for God, by God, for himself, for that relationship with him that's real. It's not a weak man's fantasy. It's a strong God's reality. That if you'll believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, Confess with your mouth that he would be your Lord. Let him lord you. Let the master master you. Let the Lord lord you. Let the Savior save you. Let the deliverer deliver you today. Let the author of life give you new life today. If you're ready for that. And what a time. Such a time as this. The Bible says seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Holy Spirit I thank you that not only are you hovering over people right now that this word that you're working you're moving you're drawing men and women boys and girls under the sound of my voice to you this very moment i thank you lord heaven and hell hangs in the balance and we get to choose so we choose you right now we choose your will and your way lord to surrender to trust and to simply obey lord we don't have to know everything but we know this one thing jesus you died for me jesus you did that because you loved me jesus i accept your offer jesus come into my heart pray it with me jesus come into my heart take over my life have your will and your way i surrender right now i lay my life at the foot of your cross and i'm going to take up that new life that you give me a new heart give me a new way give me a new willingness to do things like you want them done to live for you to obey you, to follow you all of the way. I thank you for it right now. I ask for forgiveness. All I've been, all I've done, I ask for your forgiveness. God, I am a sinner, but I need to be saved. I qualify. Save me right now, Jesus, and I believe that you are. And I'll give you the praise and the glory and honor for it by living my life, following through the rest of the way, every day of my life, all the way to eternity. I'll be a witness of you. and I thank you for it in Jesus' name, amen.
0: Oh, we just thank you.
1: Thank you, Lord. Oh,
0: Father, we just thank you that we do declare with our mouth today that we trust you, Lord. Mm -hmm. We trust you with everything every part of our heart oh we trust you today that you loved us so much that you willingly gave your life for us that you died on the cross and you conquered the grave we trust you today maybe it's for that first time you gave your heart to Jesus or maybe you're saying I've been a Christian. I've been a believer, but I haven't been trusted. I haven't been trusting him maybe with my finances. I haven't been trusting him with my health. I haven't been trusting him with my children. I haven't been trusting him in my marriage. I haven't been trusting him in relationships. I haven't been trusting him that he's my provider and my way maker. So today, God, by faith, we just declare right now, we say, Lord, we trust you. We trust you Lord We trust you with everything With everyone that you've put in our lives We just trust you God We give it in them to you today We lay it And lay them on the altar We trust you all of the way Father Our heart is totally opened We say God come in Even areas that have been Still locked Unlock all the doors No more everything God we trust you with this day and we give you the praise and the glory and if you can agree with that say amen. amen
1: boy there's a powerful presence of the Lord you know whenever you make it just about Jesus who makes it just about you what a powerful presence Powerful things can happen. You know, we have no power to save ourselves. We're like the criminals nailed to the cross, nailed to our consequences of our own choices. No hope of being delivered except someone help us. The one said, save us from this death the other one on the other side said this death is not all there is or something even more dire than dying physically but he already knew the answer perhaps that someone had told him maybe someone else maybe another one condemned but he knew who to turn to and he knew what to say he said Give me grace. Be merciful. Take me with you. Jesus said today. Then the Bible said, today is the day of salvation? Today you'll be with me. In paradise. What a promise. Today's the day. Amen. And if you prayed that prayer and meant that from your heart congratulations the greatest miracle that could ever take place is taking place in your life we'll help you in any way that we can it's our pleasure it's our honor it's our privilege uh, to be here uh, to be coming to you and we hope you'll come and be part of what God is doing in this church if not this church find a church that will tell you the truth that will love the hell out of you. That will be purposed to see heaven's highest and best for your life, and will settle for nothing less and won't compromise. We'll keep the cross at the centerpiece. We'll encourage you every day. You can do this. You can, if you will, you can do this. You can follow Jesus all the way. It's not always easy but we have His strength. You'll have God on the inside of you. and greater is He who loved you more than himself. No greater love demonstrated than the love of Jesus and going to the cross, staying on that cross laid down his life that you might have life and that everlasting. You can follow through. God will see you through. We just sang a song all the way through. God will make a way. That way, uh, that's Jesus' middle name. Amen. He is the way maker. Lord, we thank you today. Our prayer for everyone as always is that their heart would come to a place where they have rest in you, that you are their shepherd. You lead them quiet places of peace and rest and righteousness for your own namesake lord we just thank you that they would know what it means to be so very loved and so very blessed in jesus name until the next time